Welcome, everyone. Episode five of Smoke Out with Shelly and SJ, OnlyFans exclusive show. Of course, if you subscribe to OnlyFans, our OnlyFans page, you get exclusive access to the Zoom sessions where we record the show. You can bake with us, medicate, ask us questions, participate, whatever it is you feel like doing, just uh, subscribe. OnlyFans.com slash Shelly SJ Smoke Out. You also get every show, every episode on video. We're also branched out into a little bit of a social media at Shelly SJ Smoke on Twitter and at Shelly SJ Smoke out on Instagram. Go follow us there. I'm Stern Jesus, of course. You can follow my shenanigans at SternJesus.net. Of course, my cohort on Smoke Out with Shelly and SJ, Shelly Martinez, Shelly Martinez.net. Shelly, how are things in uh, your world? Ay, ay, ay. It's been a crazy <laughs> ass week. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Um, you know, it's a lot. I've been going through a lot, not like a, Oh, oh we should worry about Shelly. It's just like a lot of different changes. Um, one of the main changes in my schedule recently is my sister doesn't have a car right now. And, um, she was getting a ride from her coworker from, um, at her work and, um, two people at her work tested positive for the Corona. Oh, wow. So that kind of changed things here at the house about like, you know, having to, my sister had to get tested. I was potentially going to get tested if she wasn't positive. Hmm. Um, so I just told her, I was like, you know, I think it's better until like life sorts itself out. I just should just take you to work and pick you up kind of thing. Soccer mom yeah. it up. Like, because I don't know, I have a lot of anxiety when it comes to specifically my sister. Mm. So sometimes even when her coworker picks her up, I'm like, dude, did they get there? Okay. Or whatever. I'm working on it. I've gotten a lot better. I'm one of these people that like, I know this is so stupid and it messes with me and it is a waste of energy but I'm one of these people that I feel as long as I'm there, nothing bad will happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's a control thing. Like a yeah. car accident is out of my control. So it's like, I think if she were to get in one, it's going to be when I'm not there. Like, you know, it's, it's stupid. And like I said, really working hard on it. So this helps me in that sense. Um, but her work is crazy. <laughs> so it's just been like messing with my schedule. So now I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to have to do everything way before it's like time for her to get out of work. So, um, I literally just like got home, plugged in the computer and logged in. And here I am. I have no makeup on. I have self tanner on from yesterday. <laughs> That's the kind of day I have, but it's all right, I guess. Well, hopefully you have some, uh, medication with you. It sounds like you need some. It's been a long week. Oh and yeah. And, well. and it's only Wednesday. Right. <laughs> it feels like freaking next Monday. <laughs> yeah. Since, uh, since COVID started, all the days are kind of blended together. That's for sure. Um, also I want to mention for those of you who subscribe to the show this coming weekend, um, we were scheduled to do the standard Jesus show. Shelly's going to be on the show to uh, do what we do every now and then we were, um, we will screen a movie. I'll do live commentary because my broadcasting software allows me to do that with the video and all that stuff, which Zoom really wouldn't allow us to do. So we have to do it on the broadcasting software. In any case, 
I was asking Shelly about her thoughts on holiday movies that we could watch. And she mentioned two movies that she has not seen. One is Home Alone and one is Die Hard. Now, yes. the two, I think what most people would agree, Die Hard is unquestionably the better movie. But for our purposes, it's, uh, it's very dramatic. It's, very, it's a thriller-based movie. And there's not a lot really to make fun of. With Home Alone, on the other hand, anybody who's ever seen Home Alone knows it's an extremely goofy movie <laughs> with a goofy premise. And it's just weird from beginning, and it's very, it's very flimsy premise, and it's a lot of physical hijinks. It's like a really long episode of Three's Company. Basically, no, there's a kid. no, there's I, a kid, those are some bold words. And <laughs> the John Ritter part is uh, two bumbling um, <laughs> robbers who are outwitted at every turn by like this nine-year-old kid. Bold words, Stoner Jesus. Bold, bold, bold words. It is a Christmas classic, however. But it is it's something, for again, for our purposes, would be much better. Lighthearted, goofy, silly thing that you can make fun of because it's an easy movie to make fun of. And again, as I posted on Twitter, <laughs> uh, rumors are, and I know these rumors are going around because I started this rumor, maybe Macaulay Culkin himself will tune in to the show. I do know he's a big wrestling fan, so... You never know. He is. He is. You know what's yeah. interesting about Macaulay Culkin? Okay, for first of all, this Home Alone thing. Right when when I when you tweeted it out, right, that we we're going to be doing this, and I retweeted <coughs> it, um, I was like, oh, can you believe I've never seen this? I didn't realize the shame people were going to throw at me, <laughs> shaming me. And that's something that always gets on my nerves when people go, are you serious? You've never seen or you've never heard. Mm. So what? Have you seen that movie Running Man? Uh, I have not. Oh my gosh. With Schwarzenegger. Okay, so when I was tweeting out a few months ago that I was watching it, people were like, you've never seen it? And I'm like, you know what? Not only is it an awesome movie, you should watch it. You got to watch it. Um, not only is it an awesome movie, but I'm glad I watched it when I did. Like, I, I just, I feel like it was very fitting to like why I thought it was so awesome. So... I'm a big believer in like, don't be shaming people when they haven't seen or heard of music or whatever. Come on. But the thing about Home Alone is ever since I was a kid, Macaulay Culkin in that role has always gotten on my nerves. Like, <laughs> and I feel that's going to happen. And it's like, and it's not like, cause there's that movie, The Good Son, which he was really good in. He was very serious, yeah. whatever. But he was also an Uncle Buck which is very silly and stupid. And I love Uncle Buck. I think he's really fun and cute and he has like good little chemistry with John Candy there. So I don't know what it is, but like that, ah, that always got on my nerves. <laughs> like I just don't, and I feel the burglars are equally gonna get on my nerves. I feel that it's just gonna annoy me. <laughs> there's, there's definitely a good chance of all that. <laughs> But it's weird when people say, like, I can't believe you haven't seen this movie or whatever. There's so many movies now that, I mean, there's just tens and hundreds of millions of people that haven't seen Home Alone or something else that maybe a lot of people have seen. I've seen Home Alone. I haven't seen it in about 20 years, but it was one of those movies when I was in grade school and middle school when there was a substitute teacher or there was something going on and they wanted to show a movie. Invariably, it was like Home Alone, so I saw it about 10 or 12 times in the 90s. <laughs> 
but won't it but, be um, interesting like revisiting it now you know you're older yeah. you've gone through life maybe you don't think certain things are as funny anymore i don't know it's interesting I, it, is, it will be interesting to see if it holds up i feel that it won't because from what i remember of it like i said it's extremely goofy and the premise is very thin but that's the way a lot of goofy movies are because this that's kid, what i'm saying like i go into it like I'm a person who loves stupid movies. Mm-hmm. Caddyshack, I forget. Yep. It's, it's a stupid movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a stupid movie. Um, going back to your bold words about Three's Company, you know, mm-hmm. I have a since back at like the first time I ever had my video chat, I think it was in 2009, 10. So I have this video chat called the Regal Beagle Happy Hour mm-hmm. Video Chat. So I am huge. Like, and Three's Company's dumb. Like, it's some of the stuff that mm-hmm. happens on there is dumb. Sometimes, it does get on my nerves when certain things stress me out. Like, oh my gosh, just say something. <laughs> but like, I don't know, Home Alone, like Three's Company. That's that's I. They're I have similar a in the sense it. of like <laughs> of the silliness and the uh, like. Where Three's Company has like the misunderstandings and stuff that lead to pretty much throughout the whole episode. Right. A lot of Home Alone is um, these these two burglars inability to outsmart a, a nine-year-old kid which is weird at times and annoying at times there's this thing that's in there like he's just a fucking kid man just come on this should be a 20-minute movie tie the kid up rob the house and leave it shouldn't be that hard that's what i mean dude and then i think it's gonna get on my nerves how they forgot him like yeah because here's the thing of course i've seen in passing parts of it i've never not seen it like 1000 right. like maybe flipping through a channel or maybe i'm somewhere and it's kind of on and i caught like you know not that much though because there's a lot of movies i could say that about i never watched beginning to end but i've watched enough of different parts of it that like if you pieced it all together yeah i watched it from beginning to end home alone is not one of them it just seems like i always kind of I'm around it at these different times and it's usually like when he's in the house, I'm guessing it's the climax of the film where he's getting the burglars. So like that always made me roll my eyes, even as a kid. And then the, ah, that thing. And then when they like go to the airport or something and then they realize it's like, dude, in real life, you're going to go that far and not realize you left the kid behind. And then the thing is, is I'm a kid that got left behind growing up and it was very scary so i think that's why maybe i take that storyline part of it a little too serious because <laughs> no. it makes me mad i'm like <laughs> hey man how do you just like don't like you forget or whatever like ew so it'll be interesting to watch it i'm very open to it i would love to walk away from it going you know what it didn't get on my nerves as much as i thought and i totally get why people like it i want that i want that so bad because Another movie that's here's here's I was just talking about it um, earlier this week. Another movie that's completely silly is Christmas Story. Now, Christmas Story is one that when TBS has its marathon, I will watch <laughs> from beginning to end, and then from beginning to end, <laughs> then forgetting to end, and maybe do some things while it's still playing. But like I will, I I'm on board, and that there's parts of that movie that are very silly very over the top but i'm wondering if the reason why i don't get annoyed at that versus like a home alone 
is because it's from like that kid's point of view, I guess. And maybe Home Alone is, I don't know. Maybe I haven't seen it, but it's like, I feel like when it's being over the top, you can relate to it as being like a kid and how your imagination kind of goes a little wild and you see things mm. a little bit differently or you play things out in your head. But the Home Alone, man, it just looks like I'll probably have some champagne when we watch it. And I don't know. I That'll just hope. I, I hope it does, but I hope it doesn't be <laughs> angry drink, you know, and you're just like, oh my gosh, let me just pour another one. Ugh, this kid. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you drunk on champagne, like, oh, this fucking kid. I hate this kid. Listen, Macaulay. <laughs> He's grabbing me. He's right there. He's very small. Oh my gosh. But yeah, he is a fan of wrestling. And what's interesting mm -hmm. is... um. I've always kind of thought of him as being very interesting to me because especially when I got older, because I used to be friends with um, some child eighties actors and it's really interesting because a lot of, and this is when like, I don't know, it's just so crazy because there's a lot of these child actors and there's like the ones that end up continuing on. Like, let's use like, maybe like there's like the Jason Bateman's like he was a child actor, um, but he like ended up, ended up getting something like arrested development. But like in between all that, he would just get kind of like bit parts or um, independent kind of things, but then he ended up landing something. So there's like those group of people. And then there's the group of people who lost it all completely for whatever reasons. And usually it's because of drugs. So there's those ones. And then there's the ones that lose everything, but then they like find a way to make it work. And usually when they do that, they get their SH together and like, they're able to like, you know, whatever. And then there's the ones that, and it was doing really well, like a Mark, Mark Paul Gossler. Like he was Zach Morris, everyone knew Zach Morris. And I know he's on like some show that's been on for a little bit now, but like in between that, he's been on other shows. We're like, oh, okay. So when I would hear these stories about Macaulay Culkin, it would just make me be so fascinated with who he is and the things that he went through probably during the home alone time and here in Hollywood, it's crazy, you know, to be a child actor. And so it really made, I was like fascinated by him as a human being. I never met him. So I was just really fascinated by him, especially because some of the things he talks about, like on like podcasts or what video or whatever you can like, put him in the category, I guess you would say, like, you can't really take what he has to say serious. He seems like he doesn't have himself together. He's got some issues, but then sometimes he says things and it's just like, wow, that's a really good point. Like, that's interesting. Like, or he's literally saying things that you're not supposed to be talking about. So it's like, <laughs> whoa. So when um, there was a wrestling promotion here in SoCal, and I think it was called just bar wrestling. And it was after I had already retired. So 
I was already pissed off that there was this thing called bar wrestling and it, apparently they integrate drinking. And I was like, <laughs> and it wasn't too far from where I lived. I was like, dude, why didn't this exist when I was in wrestling? Cause that would have been really awesome to drive like 15 minutes to the show instead of hours, but okay. So apparently he got involved with that promotion for a little bit. And I was like, wow, that I, I missed my chance again. That was so interesting. So Macaulay Culkin, if you ever see this, DM Stoner Jesus, and we'll put something together. We want to talk to you. What's your deal? And I'm really interested. Like, let's talk. Let's, let's talk about it. Like, I just, so interesting. And there's not many people, because again, I'm a SoCal girl. Um, I pretty much grew up in entertainment here. So it kind of takes a lot for me to be fascinated by somebody here in Hollywood. You know what I mean? And there's just something about him that I feel. I know one day, Macaulay, I know one day our paths are going to cross. I know it. I know it. And it might be a simple interaction to where you don't even know it, but I'll see you. And when I do, we'll come here and talk all about it. <laughs> but like, and I, I know some people could think I'm crazy, but that's my whole life. Like Stoner Jesus, if you knew me from back in the day, you'd be like, this is what happens to Shelly. She says like random people who she feels like she knows she's going to meet. And then like this weird thing happens. So Macaulay Culkin is on that list. And it really annoys me that I just missed him in my own realm of the world of wrestling <laughs> there you go it wasn't meant it's gotta be it's gotta be weird yeah i've listened to him on podcasts and stuff he had a podcast for himself for a while we talked about all kinds of shit and um he seems about as down to earth as you can possibly be for someone who would achieve, achieve that level of fame at that age so i was a huge movie i mean he was everywhere at that age everywhere was, it's gonna be crazy to grow up like that <clears throat> like think about it it's kind of like okay you have these people here in hollywood some of them famous of famous right like think about let's talk about angelina jolie okay she's been like how many movies she's been credited to being an awesome actress right but think about some kind of angelina jolie shtick or quote that constantly gets put into media there isn't any but going ah for how many years that's been put into saturday night live that's been put into you know different shows like that um it's it's bits people's punchlines like so there's like that kind of fame which is interesting because that's a whole other level like another good example is um you know like oh what's it well, i was just talking about this not too long ago what was the best example that we're talking about um oh it's it's escaping me right now but it's just like like it was an example of something that somebody said and it was like them at a low point but like it ended up becoming the joke of like the universe to where like this to this day people still will joke about it so it's like that's a different kind of fame. And then you have this little boy, little ass boy. It's like, that's so interesting to me. That's like a different, different vibe, like altogether. And that's what I'm saying. Like how you're saying he seems very down to earth or whatever. Mm. 
the way he comes across when he's talking and he's in his comfortable element, like, I think that's really cool for him to bear that and be that vulnerable on something like a podcast, you know, Mm -hmm. because I'm sure someone like him doesn't just talk like with people like that all the time, you know? So it's like kind of giving you a sneak peek of what you're not supposed to be looking at. You know what I mean? That's why it's, he's very interesting to me. Hopefully home alone will be a good experience. Hopefully I'll be able to get a clip of you (laughs) screaming at his character and I'll clip that out and I'll tweet it to him and hopefully we'll get him on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine. Yeah, Macaulay, open invitation. Yep, please come on. Maybe you're busy, I missed come on. I missed you at bar wrestling. I am a retired wrestler. I'm bummed I missed you at bar wrestling. It wasn't meant. We want to talk to you. We'll make I, it as comfortable as you want. Whatever you need. Tell us how bar wrestling went. <laughs> <laughs> tell us how bar wrestling went. Mm. So that'll be this weekend live on all of my various platforms. For the Stoner Jesus show. I remember it was Rodney King. Okay. You know, remember the whole Rodney King? So what's the joke that went on every show for how long? Can we all just get along? Yeah. And that's something that he wasn't being an actor for. Like, it's something that when this, like, crazy, gnarly, terrible things were going on at the, in a time where it was like, ugh, you know? And... Like, that's got to F with you. It's like, especially that, you know what I mean? And let's say Macaulay Culkin had some kind of bad experiences that when he gets traumatized when he gets triggered to that, but like, it's the things he's known for. Like, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> we got to make it happen. See what I we know. can do. Hey, Macaulay, I'll wear a bikini. Whatever. Let's do it. <laughs> More incentive. Mm-hmm. Get your ass on the show, Macaulay. <coughs> Excuse me. So make sure you all check that out. It'll be a free for everyone, like I said, across all my platforms. <clears throat> I've done movie screenings before uh, by myself. I did Reefer Madness, classic 1930s film, which is a great one to do. Uh, I also did for a Halloween special, Hansel and Gretel Get Baked. It's... um. Very interesting movie about this special kind of weed and this old lady who, and, and it's a very weird movie. <laughs> Sounds uh, like my cup. I also did Pineapple Express, which mm. was a pretty good movie. You know what's funny about that is I've seen that movie a zillion times in different mm. times in my life. So I, it's kind of like evolved. So something I've realized, my sister and I, Danielle, we realized is that, first of all, I used to have a crush on Seth Rogen, right? So now though, like that I'm just like in a different place in my life, all I hear out of Seth Rogen is, ah, ah. <laughs> he makes pottery now. Does He's into he? some interesting shit. Yeah. But, um, pineapple express the last time I watched it, which was sometime last year, um, it was just like the whole time we'd just be like, ah, there he goes again. <laughs> <laughs> it's still good though it's still a good good one oh yeah but this Hansel and Gretel get baked I really think that I need to check that one out it's a weird movie it's um <laughs> it's on YouTube as all the movies I re- do uh I screen are because I just download them off YouTube 
And Reefer Madness is so awesome. I haven't seen yeah. it in a while, but that is, oh my gosh, true story. So my sister and I are nine years apart, right? So way before I was even a medicator, I had on VHS Reefer Madness because me and my friends, we just loved movies. They went to school eventually to be like in production and stuff. And um, I've always loved old films. So Reefer Madness, even though I wasn't a pothead yet, it was like, I love that movie. So my sister took it to her Christian school show and tell <laughs> because she thought it was a classic movie and it was Reefer FM Madness. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, yeah, if you've never seen that movie, I definitely recommend it. You don't have to be a smoker. Just yeah. it's good. It's funny. It is. It's good. It, it's, and the, think about this. Next time you watch it, this is what I always say to myself. Those people got paid to be what we're watching right now. <laughs> and when you think about it in those terms, it's hilarious when they're all ha, 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 ha. Because on that day, they're like, okay, now act like you're really high on the marijuana. <laughs> That's right. Go. Here's I'm some sure marijuana to help you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure most of them at that time knew tell it was. So you mentioned earlier uh, direct messages, and uh, you have a on your Twitter a no DMs policy. Yes, you've mentioned in our discussions that there are uh, some people who have uh, caused that policy to be in effect. Maybe one person in particular. So, what do you have to tell us about that? You know, <laughs> notice when I talked to Macaulay. I said, DM stoner Jesus. Yes. And say, DM me. I take my DMs very serious. And the way I use DMs is um, I do use them when I reach out to somebody that I want to work with or whatever. But as far as receiving them, unless I'm following you, don't send me DMs. And I hate that Twitter allows that because it's like, it used to be if you, that person's not following you, you can't DM them. And I don't know what was wrong with that because I, as a person who posts all the time on Twitter, I was like, that's awesome. Like it sucks for me when I want to, but I, if I really want to work with somebody or what, get a hold of them, I will jump through some hoops. And if that means going on the, on the website and this and that, whatever. So now that social media is just like so easy, it makes me want to puke when these dudes from like my past think that they can just hit me up in the DMs. Excuse me. So the thing with that is, is like, there's this dude now way back in the day, like so far gone. It was like so many years ago. I was so young. I hooked up with this guy. Now he was already at the time in WWF and he was well known. He wasn't like a, as you would say, top guy, but you know, he was definitely a character that had been around for a while. And, um, you know, unfortunately when he and I were messing around, I had a boyfriend and he had a girlfriend. And so 
when me and my boyfriend had broken up, he was still with his girlfriend and then they broke up. So I thought like an idiot that we were going to be together. Yeah, right. (laughs) I wasn't the only one. So one day he wrote me saying that um, there was a girl that he was going to like be exclusive with. And I was very surprised. I was like, wait a minute. Because my my bad. I shouldn't have assumed that I was the only one he was talking to. But I asked him, I was like, well, what was it? Because automatically being a very young Shelly, I thought, am I not good enough? Like, is there something wrong with me, you know? And he was like, she was just really there for me through my breakup. And I'm thinking, wasn't I? Which is really sick because he was cheating on his girlfriend with me. So it's like disgusting. Like, I am not proud of this behavior. So um, later when I finally am in WWE, uh, he's still there. And I remember there was one night where we were, a bunch of us were hanging out at the hotel bar, just getting drunk, whatever. And then we were all going to go back to the same room. And it wasn't to be shady. It was just to continue the party, you know, in a more discreet way, like, you know, whatever. So we're all hanging out. And when we're walking to the hotel or to the, um, to the room, this guy was like being really rude to me. And I was so thrown off by it because at this point, we hadn't hooked up in years and I felt like I developed this like friendship with him. So I was like, Oh, we're friends now. Like we're friends, like whatever, whatever, like, but we're friends. So that's cool. And so he was just being so rude to me and I just didn't understand what the hell was going on. And then eventually after he was just being so rude to me and everyone was just getting uncomfortable, he was like, Oh, I'm just kidding. Whatever. And I was like, you, and everyone was like, all, Oh, ha, ha, ha. and then I pulled him aside. I said, no. And I'll just say this, you know, what happened at that hotel that one time and you're going to do that to me. I don't think, Oh, this is what he said. He goes, So if you're watching, this will let you know who you are. (laughs) He said, oh, you think now you just got your 15 minutes of fame that you think you're so over? And I was thinking to myself, like, here I was just being Ariel. I was so excited that I got to finally live my childhood dream. I got to be a vampire. Like, that was so cool to me. And here I am having this awesome time. It's like a rock star moment where I'm hanging out with these people who... I wanted to be where they were and now there I am. And not only that, we're partying together. So it's like positive vibes, right? So when he started in and started in, and then when he said that, that's when I was like, dude, and it was, oh, I'm just kidding. And I said, you know what happened at, you know what happened at that hotel that one night and um, whatever. And so it came, as the night progressed, it came out that he was cock blocking me and this other dude hooking up. So whatever. Then more time goes by. I'm thinking again, he's just my friend, whatever, because he had a very long-term girlfriend and I liked her a lot. I thought she was really cool. To this day, I like her. Very cool chick. Like whenever she was around, I was happy to see her. And, um, and it was the girl that he had chose when he was like, oh, I'm going to be with her now. Like he had this long relationship with her. Mm. And so at that point, it was like he was forever just going to be my friend now because I wanted to be friends with her more than anything because I liked her so much, you know? So um, time goes on, whatever. Then he gets with another girl. 
I totally like her. She's so freaking awesome. Like, I think she's an amazing woman. And so I ended up unfollowing him a long time ago because even though I wasn't in a relationship, I liked his chick so much that I was like, I'm pretty sure she knows, like, I, cause I was told that she knew. And if you know, think I'm talking about you and you want to know, like hit me up cause this person has my text. So you can text me and I'll let you know. But, um, I just thought it was disrespectful. Like, you know, I wouldn't like that. And it's like, you know, yeah, I see him at work or whatever, but it's not like I'm like all buddy, buddy with him. So I unfollowed him and then he kind of like made a stink about it. And I was just like, why do I have to follow you? And that's the thing with like these wrestlers. It's like, why? Just because you're a famous wrestler, like, and we've like shared a locker room, I have to follow you. Like, no. And so, um, there was a time where I ended up getting a text from him and he was like, you're cancer to the locker room and to the wrestling world and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, where the hell is this coming from? Like what? And so I was like, okay, dude, whatever. So it's funny because I did um, a wrestling show at the gathering of the juggalos, which was an awesome experience. Wow. And he was one of the wrestlers there. And um, I told myself, I said, I'm going to wait for him to be all like intoxicated, let him drink, have his drinks and stuff. And like, you know, and then when he's feeling real good and he has his guard down, I'm going to bring it up. And the reason why I did that was because I didn't want him to think I was trying to be aggressive when I hit him up about it. I just wanted to literally know why would he say that? So I asked him, all this, he said, oh, my phone got hacked. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it didn't. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. No. Your Someone phone hacked his phone. Hacked. Then direct messaged you that text message text messaged you that you were cancer to the wrestling world and to the wrestling business. And so maybe, maybe, maybe I could 1% believe that if it was a direct message on something where someone can Mm. hack that. This is my phone number. I have two phone numbers. And when I use for business, and when I, and it's a Google voice number and one's my private number that he has my private number. You're texting me a private number. You didn't get hacked. So I didn't want to argue. I just wanted to look him in the eye and tell him like, okay, cool. So then time goes by, whatever. And not too long ago, after I had this no DM rule, because a lot of these guys from my past, I tell them, look, I'm still in a relationship. Like it's disrespectful. Don't DM me. And they either say that I, it's just wrestling. So what's the problem? Why can't we just be friends? Or like, they just don't, they ignore the boundaries. And it's like, why is it just because you're on TV, you think that you're entitled for me to reply back. So I haven't heard from this dude in a really long time. So I saw somebody retweet somewhere, like some accomplishments that he had done not too long ago. And then all of a sudden, like, I saw my DMs pending some messages from him. And so I was like, 
it says in my bio, no DMs on my Instagram, mm. on my, if you want to write me, boom. So if you were in my life before and you want to talk to me that bad, I'm not going to be talking to you through DMs. Find my number out from somebody then. Text me. Like, no. So I thought it was shady. And I thought, oh, real convenient. This is around the time where you made this accomplishment. So people are talking about you, blah, 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 blah. So it's like, oh, of course. And maybe I'm overthinking it, but I don't think I am. And so I'm sick of these dudes because they're on TV or they make music that it's on the radio. They think that they can just slide in my DMs when I have clearly said before. That's why I punish them. I leave them unread, real petty. I'm real petty. I leave them unread. I read it. I read it. But you'll never know. Unread. Unread. I'm not going to block you or anything unread. I'm not going to mute you because I need to see your moves. So no, no. See, much like in other ways, you and I are very opposite. If any celebrities or anyone is even slightly famous for any reason, wants to direct message me, please do. (laughs) That includes everybody. OJ Simpson, I don't care. If you're watching this, send me a direct message. Ooh, you know what? If OJ would be down to come on here, I don't like him. (laughs) And I would be willing to have a discussion and I'm down. And, you know, I know what's up. OJ, we can help you find the real killers. I will slap you right now. <laughs> I will slap you. No. It's so but bizarre. Would, OJ Simpson love... does like fantasy football stuff on Twitter now. And, uh, you know, 26 years ago or whatever, he killed two people. It's crazy. I would love to have a conversation with oj simpson he's got to be a a fascinating dude to talk to the whole armed robbery thing for sports memorabilia crazy well for me here's what it is unfortunately i've known a lot of people with the same characteristics that he has Mm -hmm. and a lot of those people get away with whatever shadiness they're doing with their whole little thing that they do and they're all famous people. And it drives me nuts because it's like, uh, and that's just how it is. That's why I do my own thing. So I'm not bitching and moaning, complaining. That's why I do what I do. That's why I have an only fans. That's why I have a clips for sale because I rather do that than to be a part of that world. And it makes me sad because I love performing, I love creating, but a big thing with that is I've been around because of my career choices and the people I've been around. I've been around the cream of the crop of people, top musicians, top wrestlers, top actors, and I saw how it goes. And I saw a lot of fake and phony people and I saw people who are really good at just manipulating their fans and it makes me throw want to throw up and the thing is is like i i used to make me so mad that like i wanted to talk about it and try to enlighten people but it's a waste of my time because even if people hear like let's say i like name some names and i said some cheese man here about some people people would find it interesting and they would probably have an opinion different opinion for that moment but they're gonna it's gonna go away you know, and so it's like it's pointless. And OJ triggers that <laughs> with me. It's like all those people. Mm, it just gets on my nerves. 
And so I would love to have a conversation with him, but I think he would make me mad when he does his little, oh, da, 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 oh yeah. da, da, like. You want to talk about football and golf and. Oh, so you know, no, oh, barf, 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 barf. Speaking barf. of the entertainment industry, um, what exactly goes down at the uh, gathering of the Juggalos? Oh my gosh. I <laughs> loved it. Okay, so. I was a part of the gathering of the juggalos. They had this little side, um, one of their side stages, they had wrestling and it was like crazy. I wrestled as wonder Shelley. It was so awesome. Um, and then another time I wrestled, um, and it was, I did, um, and cause I, here's the thing. I'm not a juggalo lover for the juggalos, but so I don't want to be fake. So what I did is I put crow makeup on because I love the crow, the movie, the crow. So yeah. I thought, okay, I'm not a, you know, what do they call the girls? There's juggalos and there's, um, juggalettes. Maybe I feel like that's wrong, but I, I don't yeah. know. But, um, but I wanted to be like, I was like, I felt like that. Like I was like, yes, I'm going to paint my face. Let's, let's do this. So, What's interesting is my downtime, right? So during my downtime, people told me, do not walk around by yourself. Do not. I said, do whatever. I have my crow makeup on. I'm good. So when I walked around and if you go to my channel, my YouTube channel, you can find it on there. It's on there. They're like, there I am. Like, you know what? I will go out of my way and send you some links from it. I'll, well, I'll do it later today or tomorrow. But um, I recorded, you know, I recorded mm -hmm. everything. And it was so crazy because it was, it was like this cult experience and like all these shady things were going on, but yet like people were coming together. When I first rolled up, it was late at night and um, I heard Vanilla Ice singing Ice Ice Baby and it was all like a hard like version of it. Yeah. Ice Ice Baby! And then I hear all these dudes, ice ice baby and i was like dude what is this like what is my life right now so um one of the nights i was there i was contracted to co-host this like crazy like smoke out party at like two something in the morning <laughs> so what i did naturally is i went on my favorite lingerie website and i got this really cute like fairy kind of like costume because I thought like, you know, I want to dress the part. I'm going to be in the woods. Like, yeah, dude. And maybe it wasn't a good idea, but at the time I was feeling it, dude. And it was an awesome party. I totally forget the dude's name that was hosting it with me, but it was like this tent of all these juggalos. And <laughs> there was music and I was getting on the mic and just hosting and bongs or people just giving me bongs and I'm hitting. That's the thing. It's like, what if there was drugs on it? I don't do drugs. Like I just smoke. That's my thing. Like I don't even eat mushrooms. Like I'm not that person. So I just felt so comfortable. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because like that juggalo vibe is kind of like on paper, a lot of things that I'm like not down with. Mm -hmm. So you would think I would be out of place. And I just felt like I just saw a bunch of people in my opinion, I just saw a bunch of people that just wanted to feel accepted and loved. And yeah. I really identified with that. So that's why I felt so comfortable because I felt like 
here I am at the gathering of the juggalos where it doesn't matter that I'm this like big boobed curvy Latina girl, like that's sticking out. And like, it's like, I didn't have anxiety about it. Like, I just felt like people were just like, Oh, hot shit. Cool. Like it was so like, I felt like I can just be me and I have to like be all like on guard and like all this. I was able to just like, like blend in and for somebody like mm. me i don't blend in very easily <laughs> <laughs> so it's like i felt like i can blend in i felt accepted the rush i got off of that crowd was amazing um because one of the things i always wished i could have done was um, in my wrestling career was manage brian kendrick and paul london when they were a tag team and so i was able to fulfill that at the gathering of the juggalos when i went the last time uh, I was able to do that. So it's like, it, it just really became this cool thing to me and this awesome experience. And I went to the drug bridge where it's exactly that, the drug bridge. And I was just so fascinated <laughs> like by watching everybody. And it was just like, it was like nothing I've ever seen before. And I'm super glad I experienced it a couple times. And, um, yeah, dude. Like there was one more time I was supposed to go back, but like it just didn't work out. I think it was budget reasons or whatever, but and it just like it was crazy. It was it was what I needed actually. Like the times I went, I was going through different things at different times. And I just needed the juggalos, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to listen to their music a lot back in the day, more than 20 years ago. And uh, a lot of it's, you know, goofy and crazy and really hardcore and the lyrics are really hardcore. But a lot of it's clever and well put together. I know, only really thing I know about the Juggalo, the gathering of the Juggalos, they threw rocks at Tila Tequila one year. They did. Yeah. They did. I wasn't there. At the, I think that was the year before the first one I did, I think. But it's funny you bring her up because I actually think about her a lot. It's funny because <laughs> I loved trash shows like that, like mm. Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, um, the, the Tool Academy, lived for it. But the Tila Tequila, I just couldn't get into. I don't know why. But um, so the first time she really stood out to me is when I heard about what happened to her at the gathering, right? Mm. And then... Um, after that, like that bothered me so much. And sometimes I'd wonder what happened to that chick. And I would look her up. And then I saw a couple years ago, she had a YouTube channel. It's interesting, her YouTube channel. Have you ever seen it? No, I haven't seen her since MySpace. She's one of the OG MySpace celebrities. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. So I don't know. I ended up unsubscribing because it just made me uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, no offense, positive vibes to her, but I randomly think of a couple videos I watched of hers when she says a couple things that seem very out there, but I get it. So they stick out to me. So I think about that throughout the year since I've unsubscribed. And then on my Twitter feed, I think, um, I ended up getting some article, I guess like, you know how there's all these ads going around and it was like, celebrities that can no longer afford their lavish life and so those kinds of things interest me not because i want to see people fail 
but it's just interesting kind of going back to like the child actors that I've known and the different stories and all this. It's interesting to me because a lot of that happens also with wrestling. And so for me, it's kind of like, I don't know, like in a way when I seek out information like that, it's like, I want to learn how not to end up there. If that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, don't end up like so-and-so like that's not the goal. So, um, she was on there and I was like, dude, Tila Tequila, there she is. Like, I think about those videos. Um, she's like a mom now. I haven't watched her channel in a really long time. Like I said, they made me uncomfortable after a while, but yeah, Tila Tequila. That's why it's so funny to me. Cause that was just today that I saw that article and I was like, there she is. Hey, what up Tila? <laughs> hey Tila, tell us what happened at the Juggalos here. DM Stoner Jesus. Right. Again, my direct message is open to anybody even slightly famous for whatever reason. Lorena Bobbitt, I don't know if she's still around. I would love, oh, DM me. <laughs> Lorena, oh my God, Lorena, you can DM me if you want to come on here and talk because I think of her a lot. I think about her a lot. Um, when I was at the Rainbow Bar and Grill years ago, I saw John Wayne Bobbitt there, douchebag. Just like Joey Buttafuoco, I've seen him there too. <laughs> oh my gosh, no. And when I saw Joey Buttafuoco though, I was very much on the champagne and on the joints after joints after joints. So I was very free in my speech and I was talking very loudly when he arrived with, and this is, I'm not saying this is right, but he arrived with some, some gals, industry gals. And, um, just living it up but Afuko was just living it up and I was just like you know what whatever and I was like oh look at him Joey but Afuko over there he's a douchebag and my friends were Shelly shut up and I was like what what's he gonna do they ended up moving tables very far from us <laughs> I felt like you know how chihuahuas like they're so tiny mm -hmm. you can just like kick them but once they get their teeth out, some of them, you're just like, dude, I don't even want to F with them. Like, I'm good. Like, I know it's a little ass chihuahua, but like, I don't even want to deal with that right now. That's what I did to Joey Botafuco. I was a chihuahua and I got his ass out of our area quick. You know, a lot of young people that are listening to this or watching this, they don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> Trust me, this was the golden age <laughs> before the internet. We had less things to entertain us. Amy Fisher... Last I saw, she had a, quite the porn career. And then uh, I think now she's doing cam modeling. You know? Amy Fisher, if you want to be on the show. That's right. Me and me. Lorena Bobbitt and Amy Fisher are allowed. I definitely I, want to ask her? Lorena Bobbitt how tough it is to slice through a penis. Seems to me, there's like there's tendons and there's all kinds of stuff, but... And like how late in it that they said that he realized what was going on. Like that's intense. Like that's, how do you not know your penis is getting hacked off? Like, how do you not know that? Copious amounts of alcohol and or other things I would imagine. And really I just told, I told my sister not too long ago, MTV <laughs> back in the day, they would have these like, you know, news things, whatever. Mm. And they would always enter these little puns. And I remember they showed, um, they were like talking about like top whatever list. 
and um, he was on it. And when they showed him, they like paused the picture and they had stuntable pilots go, I'm half the man I used to be. <laughs> like they had that, they used that um, <laughs> clip. But that, I'll always remember that too. But yeah, he's a douchebag. You know, hey, maybe he's not anymore. But I saw when I saw him, his douchebaggery wore on his person. Not to be judgmental, I was just observant. Observant. And Joey Budafuco, I wanted to fight him. <laughs> Better man would be humbled by getting his penis sliced off and reattached, but, you know. Oh, but Amy Fisher, she, did you see <clears throat> when she was on one of those Dr. Drew shows? No, I didn't. She was on there, on one of them, and it was really interesting. That's where I used to live for, like, the intervention. What was it? Uh, Dr. Was it? Inter no, intervention's the other show. Whatever the Dr. Drew show was, a celebrity rehab. Yeah, because um, you know those celebrities. I don't care if they were just like looking for a paycheck to be on there. You cannot help that they bore their soul on there, and I don't know. It's just crazy. It was a good one. I missed that show, but I feel like if I were if it were to be around now, I don't know. I, yeah, I'd watch it. Yeah, I'd watch it still. <laughs> I yeah, I'd watch it. We need to put together a list of people we want to interview we'll go look him up on twitter totally. Lorena bobbin has a twitter amy fisher come on girl you want to do we'll do it for trade for only fans oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i think that was a pretty good show i think we did well as we normally do but you know what? Just throwing it out to the universe, if Amy Fisher can get back to one of us, that would be extra credit in today's assignment. It was an A-plus day, but extra credit. Come on, Amy. Come on. I think somebody like Amy Fisher would be more likely to respond to you. Hit me up, Gamiga. At Shelly from Cali. <laughs> coming from me. At Shelly from Cali. I, I will write her. I will write her. I'm going to seek. I'm going to seek. <clears throat> She's got to be somewhere on social media, I would think. Especially maybe she doesn't. She... I mean, maybe her name is still enough to to remember no. what she's doing. I can't imagine a lot of young people know who the hell Amy Fisher is, it other than being matter. a cam model. Exactly. It was it's crazy shit. Amy crazy Fisher. shit went down in the, the 90s, early 90s. It was nuts, the mid-90s. <laughs> they say the 80s was crazy, but I don't know. Like, just because the 80s was the age of cocaine doesn't mean it was crazier than the 90s. Some really yeah. weird things happened. Let's see. Amy Fisher Twitter. Let's put that in there. At Real go. Amy Fisher. She has, okay, this, at it's not verified. Real mm -hmm. Amy Fisher. Let's see her website, amyfisher.com. Oh, and amyfisher.com. Look at it. It's like not working so yeah. we can't really count on that Scammers. and this is the last tweet was in 2016 mm. damn it i'm gonna find you i'm gonna find you amy some menacing <laughs> i'm gonna find you Amy. Fisher. <laughs> i'm gonna find you and i'm gonna talk real good right, right. <laughs> we have a lot of good guests on here <laughs> of people I need to get verified on Twitter. I don't know how. People don't care about me. Oh, I care I'm about to get you. <laughs> to more celebrities, and they wouldn't blow me off. Well, I've got some people on the show that I would think that I wouldn't verify people, but still. It's all politics, I guess. I don't know. Almost 12 years now on Twitter, and 
Okay. You have a lot of followers too. I used to have about 150,000, but there was some kind of purge and it dropped like 9,000 in a day. And then it's been slowly being whittled away. Twitter suppresses my impressions and it's just a whole thing. The man. Real, real the man's keeping me down. Before we go though, you I saw a tweet earlier that you post about Periscope. They're shutting Periscope down? Yeah, I saw when I got on Periscope last night. It says starting in March, whatever, it's all going to be gone. It's going to be archived the way Vine was, I guess. <clears throat> and uh, they're going to Twitter Live, whatever that is. Oh, more censorship? Right. Great. So um, what happened? Because here's the thing. There, I don't know about you, but there used to be a way for me to every single time I would go live, it would save to my phone. And then even though I had that little thing enabled saying save to camera roll, it never would save after a certain point. And then when I got a new phone, I thought, oh, maybe it's my phone, the data, whatever, right? Mm. When I got a new phone, the same thing happened. And like, it just seems after a certain year, it, that feature just stopped working for me. Did that happen to you at all? I don't really do a lot of Periscope on the phone. I don't remember oh. if I have that feature or not. I stream through Restream, which sends it to Periscope, Twitch, Facebook, all that stuff. Plus I'm recording the show. Right. As I do it. So I have my own recording. You can't trust any of that crap. I've had, I've done entire shows and then Facebook will say, oh, that didn't post and I can't download it anywhere and it's gone and it's quite annoying. So Sorry do you know everything. if they're going to let us download past broadcast? I would assume so. I would assume over the next few months you can get your, your stuff down if you're able to download it. If you can't do it directly from Periscope, I guess there's like websites and stuff. So I can download videos from YouTube or Facebook or whatever with certain websites that are just dedicated to doing that. You know, I, it's, I hope that they come up with something because I've been wanting to download my periscopes because I have used periscope for my live streams for my secret society mm -hmm. and I know they're private. So it's like, maybe I just have to make them unprivate for a minute just so I can download it or whatever. Oh, it it's so much pain in my ass, you know, God. Now it's going to be Twitter Live, whenever that is. I don't know. Will you let me know? <laughs> as long as Restream changes their crap so I'm able to stream to it, I'm good. That's real obviously where the bulk of my peeps are, my homies. See, for will. me, it sucks because when I use it for live streams for my members, it's private. So, like, is mm. Twitter going to allow, like, it's, it's going to be a whole thing. I bet you they won't. I don't know. Uh <laughs> It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> I just want to hang out with my peeps, as you say. I just right. want to hang out with my peeps and all these like things are like first of all, I felt like I was jumping through hoops. And so it's like, okay, fine. Right now I can't host my live streams on my website. So I'll use Periscope. And that's working mm -hmm. fine. Like I've had such positive experience with Periscope. Now it's getting taken away. Great. Yeah. Just like they took Vine away. I had a lot of people on Vine. I had like 8,000 followers or something on Vine. People I didn't get on it. the Vine thing. And then it was gone. Now it's just an archive. That's what Periscope's going to be. See, with Vine, I wish I utilized it because like, I just didn't really know when it was like a thing, you know? And um, when TikTok came out, I thought this was my chance to like, oh, like I wasn't able to like do the Vine thing. So like this TikTok and then like that just became not fun quick because of their lameness. So yeah. I don't know. <sighs> well, 
Hopefully the only fans are going to like that. But all platforms seem to go a certain way after a while. The ones that don't have any censorship or whatever, they also don't have any people on them. So. Yep. <laughs> it's so annoying. This is what I had to deal with all, all day. I just had to try to figure out ways to get my people to like, uh, and then, oh, it's just too much. Indeed. <laughs> we have this smoke out with Shelly and SJ. Yes. Cheers Every to week. that. Yes. And Home Alone this weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have the champagne. I have the indigo. And I have a positive attitude going into it. Hey, so you can ask. It is. Macaulay, you have to come on the show. You have to. Do you want to be on my clips for sale? You want to be on my clips for sale store? You and I can have a match. (laughs) We get Macaulay Culkin, OJ, Lorena Bobbitt, and Amy Fisher. (gasps) Amy Fisher and I? Amy. Amy. If you and I did a video for a trade for our OnlyFans or my clips for sale store, some kind of cat fight, we would make some... Dude, Amy, if we did a cat fight, no, I don't do topless or anything. So just cat fight. People will buy it and we will make some good money together, Amy. I'm just saying. There you go. Another great idea. It is. Imagine like, because in the world of wrestling, the people who know who I am would flip out. Like I did a cat fight video with Amy freaking Fisher. And then her fans, even though if they don't know me at all, they would think it's so cool that she got in a cat fight with this former WWE wrestler that by the way, was a vampire. I'll be a vampire, Amy. I'll be in my vampire gimmick. The whole thing, the cat fight will be me trying to bite you and you're trying to fight me. And that's the whole thing. It'll be so awesome. Oh my God. Contact info. Amy Fisher oh contact gosh. info. Oh my gosh. It would be so, it would be a hot item. Split it with you 50, 50. There you go. Shelly, thank you. Episode five in the books. Have a good night. I will see you this weekend for a epic home alone. Uh, (laughs) Bye. Bye everybody. Peace.